This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. The Front Porch Sports Game of the Week presented by Murray County Public Schools. Sponsored by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Mart, Davis Heating and Air, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, First Farmers Bank, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, Oasis Liquors, McDonald's of Murray County, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line, LLC, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Fast Stop Markets, and Miracle League of Columbia. And a good evening, everybody, and welcome to Football Action. We're in Mount Pleasant tonight as the Mount Pleasant Tigers take on the Chapel Hill Rockets. Joining me is Coach Mike, and Coach Mike, uh, a lot of Mount Pleasant fans here at home, they're supporting their Tigers tonight. Yeah, it's uh, senior night here since it's their last home, uh, regularly scheduled home game. They uh, have uh, 12 seniors on the team this year, and all of them have uh, contributed greatly. Uh, it's really kind of a big class for a 2A program, so uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of memories going to be made tonight as, as their last home game. Uh, it will not be their, actually their last home game. They're, they've already locked up the playoff, the, the, the region champion, and, and as region champion, they will host the first round of the playoffs uh, next week here. Uh, we have, it has been yet to, to be determined who they're going to play. But uh, uh, tonight, they want to keep the, they want to keep the momentum going. They've got a record of seven and one uh, coming into this game. The only, only team they lost to was to a 5A Columbia Central team, and, and that was a, a good game, and they have been able to roll through their schedule with with a lot of momentum uh, and and uh, and a lot of strength, and uh, looking to continue that tonight. As you mentioned, a uh, hard-fought ball game between Columbia Central and uh, Mount Pleasant. And Columbia Central winning that game 32 to 20, but they were tied 20 20 apiece at one point, and uh, Columbia outscored them 12 to nothing to win the game. Yeah, in fact, uh, to 20. Going into the fourth quarter, they were tied. Uh, so. So uh, Forest High School, Chapel Hill coming in with a record of 3-6. and six. They're 1-3 in, uh, in the region. The Mount Pleasant Tigers coming in with a great record. The Tigers are 7-1. and one. They're undefeated in the region, 4-0. Four and, four and Mount Pleasant, white helmets, red jerseys, white pants, white numerals. Forest High of Chapel Hill. We may call them Forest High one time and Chapel Hill the other time, but uh, Forest High... Of Chapel Hill, located in Chapel Hill. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those are fireworks, Barry. <laughs> I was looking to see where yeah, it was coming from. Yeah, there. he was looking around. He was making sure if he had to duck or not. But <laughs> looked like a cannon going off there. I see it now. We can only see half, through half the press box. Yeah. We had to stick our head out the window to see past the thirty-yard line. But excitement abounds here at Mount Pleasant tonight. Chapel Hill races onto the field. Mount Pleasant already on the field. And they're getting ready for kickoff. You're listening to the game of the week on 101.7 WKOM. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke along with Coach Mike as we get ready for the kickoff between Chapel Hill and Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant, of course, the home team. They have the uh, one of the best kickers in the state, Jackson Collier, one of the best quarterbacks in the state, and Nick Brown. And Mount Pleasant uh, loaded and blessed with a lot of good uh, athletes. Yeah, the running, uh, the running question of the week, how far will he put it in the end zone this time? This time, being the first kick of the game, <laughs> I say he's going to kick it all the way through. Yeah, oh, he's oh. going to be jacked up. It's uh, senior night, uh, and uh, they're on a roll right now. Uh, but uh, Forrest, uh, you know, the Rockets are going to come in, and uh, they're, uh, you know, and I mean this with all uh, due uh, credit. Uh, they are a team that's just called Country Tough. They got a bunch of country boys that love to play the game of football. And uh, they're just a just just a tough, hard nosed team. Uh, they're probably better than their record indicates. Chapel Hill white helmets, white jerseys, black numerals, and gray pants. As Mount Pleasant's Jackson Collier set to kick off to Forest High, Chapel Hill, and the kick is long, booming is short. Taken by the up back at the five to the ten to the fifteen. Fights his way to the 20 and knocked down just across the 25-yard That looked like that was a planned situation where he, because uh, it looked like he pulled pulled up on his foot just a little bit to make sure. He still, he pulled up and still kicked it to the three-yard line. <laughs> They're going to spot the football at about the 25-yard line. And the Rockets in business offensively. Lines him up. Quarterback under center, hand up to the back, hit at the line of scrimmage, and knocked back. Might have lost a half yard on the play. Certainly no gain on the play for the Rockets. Yeah, Rockets are going back to their old school setup. That we played against uh, 10 years, 10, 12 years ago when I was coaching Mount Pleasant. Two tight ends, two wings, single set back, uh, setting up their, their buck sweep and, and stuff like that. At that time, it was just a fullback dive, met in the hole by the line, middle linebacker very, very quickly. Quarterback is Chris Davis, lines him up, 5'11", 185. Rolls out, looking to pass, rolls out to the right side, pass is incomplete. <laughs> hit, the, hit the tight end at a bad spot, hit him right in the hands. Yeah, had a, had a tip drill, and uh, uh, Uriah Archibald almost came up with the interception off of the tip that time, but uh, uh, now brings up third and long. Try to hit his uh, tight end, Reggie Pearman. Going to bring up third down nine. Big third down play for the Rockets. Quarterback is Davis. Man in motion. Rolls out to the right side again. Looking downfield. Heaves it downfield. Got a man running wide open. Makes a catch at the 40. Down to the 35. To the 30. And stumbled down at the around the 30-yard line. And making the catch that time was... Chris Davis, yeah, nice just, throw and catch. Yeah, just time. an old bootleg pass off of the wing tee look, and the backside post got behind our safety, 
Sake caught, got her safety looking back in the backfield and didn't get his his depth uh, uh, quick enough, and he got the big game. Ball spotted at the Mount Pleasant 30-yard line, first and 10 for Chapel Hill. Man in motion, handed off Davis. Davis hit in the backfield and slung down. Slung down as uh, Davis got the uh, pitch and making the big tackle for the Tigers. Jaden McClure. McClure. Body slams. Yeah, they uh, again, they're running that two tight end double wing. Uh, basically, it's a variation of the wing T offense, and they just tried to run the buck sweep that time. Uh, Mount Pleasant had it sniffed out quickly and uh, threw him for about a three- or four-yard loss. Going to bring up second down 13. Ball spotted back at the Mount Pleasant 34-yard line. Ryan Hill is your quarterback. Handoff to the back on the wing around. Davis. Davis spins. Breaks one tackle. Can't break the next. And he's knocked down for a very, very short game. Yeah, that time Forrest did a lot of shifting. Put a wide out to the right. Uh, did a lot of shifting around trying to get uh, trying to get the flank out on, on uh, or get the flank by formation against Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant was able to, again, just out quick them. I think there's you know, Mount Pleasant definitely has the speed advantage here. Uh, and tonight, and uh, pursuit was very, very good to the ball. Brings up third and very, very long. Got to watch that bootleg pass right now. Kevin Alderson was in on the tackle for the Tigers. Quarterback for Forest High, Ryan Hill. And it might have taken too long. A whistle blows, looking at third down 13. And now it's going to be third down and 18. Delay of game against the Rockets of Chapel Hill. Going to march it off five more yards, looking at third down 18 with nine minutes and 17 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Scoreless ball game. The Rockets with the initial drive trying to get put in, get on the scoreboard first. Yeah, they uh, really, their, their running plays have been stymied pretty much. They've had this one big play on the pass, and I'm sure the Mount Pleasant defensive staff has reminded the players, defensive backs, to stay back. Don't get caught looking in the backfield. Stay on your receiver. Third down, 18. Whistles blow before the play gets underway. Timeout, Chapel Hill. Timeout, Forest High, Chapel Hill. With eight minutes and 51 seconds left in the first quarter in a scoreless game, it's timeout. We'll be back right after this. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Three claps, we're ready tonight. Three claps. Hi, I'm Gina Wolf, and my husband Tony and I are the local owner-operators of McDonald's of Murray County, and we are proud sponsors of the Murray County Game of the Week. McDonald's of Murray County wishes all of our community football teams, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs, the Columbia Central High Lions, Mount Pleasant Tigers, and the Spring Hill Raiders the very best this season. We hope to see you all at your favorite McDonald's location in southern Middle Tennessee. Third down, 18 for Chapel Hill. Flag on the play. Illegal. Illegal, illegal substitution. substitution against uh, Chapel Hill. Going to cost them more. Bring the ball back to the 
47 yard, uh, actually the 43 yard line. Frank got third down, 13, five yard penalty. Third down, 23. Reaches into the bag and come out with a third down, 23 play. Pitch to the back, turning, trying to turn the corner, and it's knocked down for a short game. And Holden with the tackle for the Tigers at a short game. Picked up about three, maybe four on the play, so it's going to bring up fourth down at a country mile. Yeah, I think they, they saw that the Mount Pleasant's defensive backs were playing a lot softer, and they were going to try to run a sweep, try to surprise them, get him in the, in the open. Uh, problem is he ran into the short side of the field, and it doesn't give you a lot of room to work with, so I'm not, not real sure about Now, this is interesting. Fourth and 20, and they're at least lining up to look to go for it. They're going for it. Quarterback is Ryan Hill. Play action in the pocket. It's going to be sacked. Back into Mount Pleasant to uh, Chapel Hill territory. Past the 50. Back at the 47. <laughs> Gavin Alderson was in his hip pocket immediately. As soon as he turned on the play action to, to pass the ball, Mr. Alderson was there to greet him, and it was not with a handshake. No. Yeah, that's uh, we used to in, the, in defense. We used to say, "Let's have a meeting at the ball in a bad mood." <laughs> going to rank up, actually, uh, first and ten for the Tigers as they take over the ball. They're going to spot him at the Chapel Hill forty-nine yard line. Is where Mount Pleasant will have possession of the football for the first time tonight. First and ten for the Tigers. The officials call a player out. Equipment problem. Now they throw it to the sideline. Two players and. Ready to resume action. There's something, something with their uniform situation or their equipment situation. Now they got everything straightened out. First and ten, Tigers at the uh, Chapel Hill 49. Handoff to the back, trying to turn the corner. He does. He's at the 40, down to the 35, still running, still battling, and carrying the football that time for the Mount Pleasant Tigers, Darian Mesa. Mesa, very quick on the play for the Tigers. Just a jet sweep that brought him in motion from the left side, snapped the ball in time, gave him, gave it to the ball as he passed the quarterback right there, and he just outran him to the corner. Big, a, big first down. And that's a fast stop, market first down for the Tigers. Hey, we're on top of it tonight, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> first and 10 Tigers at the Chapel Hill 34-yard line. Brown, pitched back. Hit in the backfield. That's Cooper. Check that knockdown for a loss on the play. And the pitch that time was to Xavier Davison. Davison shake it up on the play. A little bit of a, just a speed option where the quarterback opens up and runs to the right at the defensive end. Forrest had that sniffed out pretty quickly. Davison shake it up coming out of the ball game under his own power just barely. And Jakari McClure in for the shaking up Davison. There is something I think with their towels or something like that, that they're, I don't know whether it's the towels that they had, you know, I guess they had commemorative towels for tonight or something like that, but they're, uh, there's a lot of players that have those towels on and they're making them take them off. Second and 11, loss of a yard on the play. Ball back at the 35-yard line of Forest High. Quarterback is Nick Brown. Play action. Looking back in the pocket, looking, looking downfield. Nobody's open. He's going to run. Tries to turn the corner. He gets down to the 30, down to the 26-yard line. Nick Brown. 
Did a great job looking downfield. Actually, Forrest did a good job covering up the receivers, and he had nobody to pass to. But in doing so, they left him a running lane, and he took advantage of it. Makes it third down and short. Third and a short yard on the play. Nick Brown with a carry of 11 yards on the play. Actually, 10 yards as it was second and 11. So looking at third down and short here. Brown lines up in the shotgun. Forrest moves. Well, they, they're going to call what? They blow the whistle that, that Forrest encroached. I don't know that he was able to stop himself. The outside linebacker was really coming hard. and Illegal But uh, evidently one of our guys flinched when he, when he started coming. I think the wide receiver wide to the left side flinched. And it's going to be third and seven third right and now. Seven. Third and seven for the Tigers. Nick Brown is your quarterback. In the backfield, running back is Austin Hicks. They sent a man in motion to the left side. Hand off Hicks. No, play action. To Cooper. Cooper with it on the screen pass. Cooper gets the first down. Cooper drives. Cooper spins. He fights to the 30, to the 25, to the 20. And just inside the 20-yard line, Stephen Cooper with the play for the Tigers. Yeah, just that little bubble screen that they've had a lot of success with all year this year. Uh, he made the first man miss, and then he uh, got a great block from the split end. Fast stop market, first down for the Tigers. Man in motion to the right side. Hand up to the back. Hicks. Hicks fights for a couple yards and not much more. Going to bring up second down and long for the Tigers. Ball yeah. spotted back at the eight-yard line. Yeah, on that previous play, that they have run – that that bubble hitch or that bubble screen to perfection this year, and it is one of their most effective plays, usually averaging about eight yards a play, if not more. Spot the ball at about the 10. Got to bring up uh, second down and eight for the Tigers. Brown sends a man in motion to the right side. Hicks, hand up to the back. No play action. Got Hicks in the corner. Tries to make a move and slides down and... And the Tigers are going to be looking at fourth down, actually third down. Yeah, they uh, faked the sweep that time and then threw the bubble, threw uh, the hitch pass, or excuse me, the the, uh, the side uh, flat pass out to the man that they faked to. He just hit a slick spot when he's trying to make a cut and uh, actually tackled himself that time. Third down and five, ball spotted at the eight-yard line for the Tigers. Wide receivers. To the left, tight end to the right. Now man in motion. Strong side to the left. Hand off to the back, trying to turn the corner. Fights his way, breaks one tackle. Breaks nice move. McClure gets it down to the corner there, gets the first down. It's going to be first and goal for the Tigers. Yeah, get, got a little sweep out here to the right. Had, uh, there was a man that had him cut off from the corner, and he did a stop move. And the that inside linebacker just ran right by him, and then he, he was able to duck it up in there and then get the yardage almost punched it in at the corner that's a fast stop market first down first and goal from the one for the tigers first and goal from the one nick brown is your quarterback in the backfield Ooh, we've got an uncovered slot out here all you gotta do is stand it and uh, now they hand off to the inside back fighting fighting and touchdown and getting the touchdown austin hicks for the tigers so the Tigers get on the scoreboard first. 
and they lead Chapel Hill six to nothing with a point after up and coming for the Titans of Mount Pleasant. Impressive first, pose- impressive first possession by Mount Pleasant time, that time, just marching their way down the field, taking advantage of what uh, Forrest was given to them, punching it in right at the end, or in this last two yards. Snap is down, kick is up by Collier, and it is good. So the score, with 3.53 remaining in the first quarter, it's Mount Pleasant 7, Chapel Hill nothing, back right after this. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. And now, back to Barry Duke. Mount Pleasant Tigers on top 7-0 over Chapel Hill on a one-yard run by Austin Hicks with 3.53 left in the third quarter. Tigers leading 7-0. Jackson Collier with the point after. Jackson Collier set to kick off to Chapel Hill, the Rockets. Again, very impressive drive. Uh, the only passes they threw were those hitches and, and swing passes, but uh, uh, flexed their muscles a little bit with the running game right there. Yes, they did. Collier with the kick, short kick by his standards. Muff by Chapel Hill and hammered back inside the 10-yard line. And really hammered. They muffed the short kick and got mauled on the play. Yeah, they uh, he... Uh, Found a hole over on the far left side of, of, of Forrest's return team and just did a little punch kick, a little pooch kick to it, and it got a great roll rolled under the Forrest Rocket player, and he had to uh, retreat all the way back to about the five-yard line, pick it up, and by that time, Pursuit got to him and, uh, like you said, um, had a greeting with him that uh, was not so pleasant. Ball spotted past the 10-yard line, probably about the seven. Forrest with it, hit in the backfield, close enough for a safety. Knocked it back to the goal line. And a big tackle and a big loss that time by. Yeah, there, he got out to the eight on the on the kickoff return, so it's a little hard to tell from here. But uh, they're on about the four, five-yard line now. Loss on the play of about three yards. Going to bring up second down and... The grass has gone dormant here, so it's kind of hard to see the yard line stripes. Yes, it is. Play action, hand up to the back, breaks a tackle, fight, breaks another tackle, then hammered down close to the first down as he brings it out. Good tough run there by the forced uh, fullback right there. and, and uh, Tayton Swift. He uh, broke about three tackles on, on the way to that first down. Um, I'm sure uh, Coach Hartsfield isn't, isn't real pleased with the tackling effort on that. Uh, that will be fixed, I'm sure, within the next series or two. Two minutes and 50 seconds left in the first quarter. Forrest looking. Well, he got the first down. Enough for the first down. They moved to Marcus. It's first and 10 for Chapel Hill. Hand up to the back again. Still fighting and dragging the pile. Picks up about three on the play. 
So they're moving the ball. I guess they're running some type of wing tee. Yeah, it's it's a it's a variation off the wing tee. Uh, they've got a, really it's a double wing, and then they bring short motion back uh, to set up the wing tee look. Uh, makes it very difficult on a defense. It's almost like a what I call the bulldozer defense. They're shoe to shoe and uh, very hard to penetrate. But Mount Pleasant's doing a good job of penetrating so far. Second down, five, hand up to the back, breaks a tackle, got the first down and more, rambles his way across the 25, up to the 30, up to the 35-yard line. And carrying the football that time is Chris Davis. Yeah, a little double handoff right there. They handed it off to the right wing on a sweep. He handed it back to the left wing, coming back up underneath there. Kind of got, with all the misdirection, kind of got caught up in the wash right there and, and squirted out from the pile. They spotted at the 33, got another first down for Forrest. First and 10 for the Rockets at their own 33. Heading up to the back, going to the left side. Trying to string it out. Good pursuit right there. And knocked down, but the flag flies. It's either face mask or clip. We'll see. Liam Bell with the carry. Yeah, the question is, is face mask on offense, on the stiff arm, or is it on the tackle? Because both of them kind of had each other. Officials discuss it. Forrest walking backwards, walking back. Let's see. It's going to be against the Rockets. Yeah, I think on the stiff arm, he, he got a hold of the, uh, the the face mask of the tackler, and instead of just keeping his hand open, he closed it down, and I think he kind of twisted with it. Personal foul, face mask against the yeah. Rockets. So that's going to cost them 15. Just about the time they get something going. This is what happened in their last in their first series. They get something going, and then they hurt themselves with, with penalties. And, uh, and again, uh, Mount Pleasant's usually uh, doing a pretty good job of pursuing to the ball. In fact, that's the, the success the Rockets have had is on misdirection plays where uh, they, they, they kind of take advantage of Mount Pleasant's quickness and try to use that against them. First down, 26. Hand off to the back, trying to turn the corner. Breaks one tackle, breaks another tackle. Dancing, dodging, fighting, and not going anywhere and knocked down. Great moves that time by Tayton Swift, but uh, couldn't get uh, down the field. He was going parallel. I say, I think at one point or another, everybody on the defense had a one shot at a time at, at him. Uh, a lot of them missed him, but uh, they also kept him from moving up the field. So it was really good pursuit by the Mount Pleasant defense. Very good. Brings up second down, 22. So he got a couple yards out of it. Got four yards out of it. Second down, 22 for Forrest. With 45 seconds remaining in the first quarter, Mount Pleasant leading 7-0. Quarterback rolls out, under pursuit, throws it downfield. Wide receiver makes a diving catch, and the official says no. Nice dive, but no catch. Yeah, Gavin Alderson was, again, putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback coming from an inside-out rush. Again, one of those bootleg passes uh, uh, that the wing tee is so famous or infamous for, famous for, depending on what side of the ball you're on. Incomplete, going to bring up third down, 22. Ball spotted back at the Chapel Hill 21-yard line. Again, the big thing now for the defensive backs and linebackers, keep everything in front of you and don't give up the big play. Uh, they got an uncovered corner out here. Double handoff to the back, turned in the corner, hit, spins off. Ooh, Still running, got tackle. the first down and more as he gets it close to Mount Pleasant territory. Great play that time by Forrest High School. Great run that time, Chris Davis. Yeah, again, that double handoff in Mount Pleasant reacting to the first handoff overran it, and he just kind of squirted out from the 
from the pile right there. Uh, came up underneath a lot of the pursuit and uh, got a good gain up the field. It was third down, 22, and they got the first down and more. Ball spotted at the 47-yard line. Quarterback back in the pocket to pass, and it's going to be sacked. Sacked by Mount Pleasant. Jaden McClure with a sack. And and guess who was in his face to start with to miss to uh, disrupt that pass? Gavin, Gavin, Alderson, Gavin Alderson again. Gavin Alderson. He's having a great night so far. Caused the uh, got in his face and, and caused him to pump fake and, and try to get away and, and run down by Jaden McClure. McClure, 6'2", 200 pounds, freshman. 12 seconds left in the first quarter. There's a timeout on the field. We'll keep it right here, though. Yeah, Mount Pleasant's defense is doing a great job pursuing. In fact, sometimes a little bit too quick. The, the, again, the, the success that, that Forrest has had is taking advantage of their quickness, doing a counterplay, the double, double handoff inside, um, and they're overrunning it. If they'll just have some discipline on the backside, when, uh, what we usually teach our defensive guys is when the flow goes away, just sit for a second or two and wait for if you see helmets coming the other way and attack those helmets. Right now, Mount Pleasant is kind of getting a little antsy. They're wanting to make that big that big hit, and they're 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 getting in there, uh, going almost too fast to the ball. Ball spotted just shy of the thirty-nine yard line. Looking at second down, nineteen on the big loss by the quarterback. Set a man in motion, handoff to the motion man in the back. Turns the corner, trying to get there, and he does, but not for much. Nice play, nice uh, play by Chapel Hill on the, on the execution, but great defense that time by Mount Pleasant. Yeah, Chandler Hughes, uh, defensive back right there. I think the safety came up and turned that play back into the pursuit. Uh, just didn't let him turn it. Just, did, just didn't let him turn the corner and uh, was able to make the play. And also getting there was Cooper and Chandler Hughes. Going to bring up third down, 14. And that's the end of the first quarter. And at the end of the first quarter, the score, it's Mount Pleasant 7, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back right after this. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quick Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quick Mart Convenience Stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quick Mart Convenience Stores, proudly serving Shell Gasoline. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. Now, let's get back to the game. Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke. I love a Coach Mike. At the end of first quarter, it's the Mount Pleasant Tigers leading the Chapel Hill Rockets by the score of seven to nothing. A very, very uh, entertaining ball game, a hard hitting ball game. Yeah, Forrest again is that, uh, like I said, that little country tough team that uh, is going to come out and give you everything they got, regardless of what their record is. Third down, fourteen. Got a screen. Rocket screen pass. Try to get it to the back. Oof. It doesn't get there. It makes a hop. And it goes incomplete. Thank goodness it was down. short. He had it wide open all the way to the goal line here. You have to like, like uh, Chapel Hill Forest High School's uh, offensive uh, plays, their uh, execution. 
and Mount Pleasant defense, it, it's it's uh, really an interesting ball game. Yeah, they're uh, they, you know Mount Pleasant's doing a great job stopping their base plays, but they're using those base plays to set up their counter plays and stuff like that, and they're still getting their big hits off of that. But they're just they keep shooting themselves in the foot with penalties and uh, and miss executions, just one or two plays in a series. Mesa and Cooper back deep as Chapel Hill will be punting the ball away. And punting will be Ryan Hill. Cooper and Mesa, two dangerous returners. Ooh, high snap. Gets a kickoff. It's a low grounding kick. Will Mesa pick it up? No, he's going to let it die. And Forrest takes recovery, uh, downs the ball inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, punter did a great job fielding the snap that time. It was it was way above his head. Uh, did a good job getting that getting that ball off. So Mount Pleasant will have the ball first and 10 back at their own close to the 20-yard Looks line. Looks like about this about 18, 18 or 19-yard line. Yeah. yeah. Like we said, the field is uh, – the Bermuda in the field has gone dormant, so it's a real light brown and with the white stripes on the field. It's really hard to see the stripes. So if we we're hesitant about our locations, bear with us. Nick Brown, quarterback, in the shotgun. Hand off to the back, fighting, hit at the line of scrimmage, still fighting, breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, rolls it out to the right side, to the 30, to the 40. He's got, it, he's got an escort. 40, he's got an escort. Good 30, block right there. To the 20, to the 10, to the 5. Give that young man 6. Touchdown, Tigers. Great, great run. He was met at the line of scrimmage by the inside linebacker. Thought he was going to get stopped. Kept the feet moving. He just ran through that tackle and then squirted out the hole there. And then it was a foot race to the sideline. And the, the the wide receivers did a great job. And literally he had a three-man escort all the way down the field. Looked like uh, Hicks, Austin Hicks, got hit at the line of scrimmage, got spun around and picked up a yard, got hit again and broke a tackle. And he was off to the races. And like you said, great blocking by his teammates as he takes it uh, 80 yards, 82 yards for the touchdown. Jackson Carrier with the point after. Snap is down, kick is up. And it is good. And the score with 11.29 remaining in the second quarter, it's Mount Pleasant, 14, Chapel Hill, nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one of a kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Eighty-two yard run that time by Hicks, and Mount Pleasant goes on top. Austin Hicks, Mount Pleasant goes on top by the score of fourteen to nothing. Eleven twenty-nine left in the first half. Again, just an outstanding run, very hard-nosed run. Again, he was met at the line of scrimmage by the linebacker. It looked like it just a great play, a great read by the by Forest Hills linebacker. Meets him in the hole, but uh, he was not to be denied. He kept his feet moving. Finally just kind of broke out through, and uh, it almost looked like uh, the Forest team were kind of relaxed because they saw their linebacker stuff him in the hole there for a little bit. And then once he got clear, it was it was a foot race uh, that uh, no one was going to catch him. It was a thing of beauty. 
Jackson Collier kicks off, short end over end kick. Take about the up back at the 30. Fights his way to the 35, bullies his way to the 40, and knocked down at about the 42 yard line for the Rockets of Chapel Hill. Yeah, Jackson was trying to do that same thing he did earlier to punch it. He didn't quite get it deep enough that time, and the up back was able to get his hands on it you know, in the air before it hit the ground. Graham Haynes with a nice run back for the Rockets. Chapel Hill looking at first and 10 at their own 42-yard line. Say, Mo, how you doing? Rockets send a man in motion. Tight end. Goes in tight to the left side. Quarterback rolls out. Quarterback on the run. Breaks the tackle. Can't break the next tackle and pick up of a couple of yards on the play. Chris Davis, the quarterback for the Rockets of Chapel Hill. Going to bring up second down for the Rockets. Ball spotted back at the Rockets 43-yard line. 10 minutes and 50 seconds remain in the first half. Rockets slow to the ball. Out of the huddle. Handoff inside. Not much. Big defensive play by Mount Pleasant Tigers. Yeah, that's the that's the old classic fullback trap off of the wing tee look, uh, faking the buck sweep off of it. Uh, again, uh, Mount Pleasant has uh, has seen this a lot of times before, especially against Forest. Uh, they've been running that offense for probably decades, <laughs> and uh, like Trey Davis in on the tackle. As that was handled up front by the front four and finished off by Davis. 14-0 Tigers. Chapel Hill with the football back at their own 46-yard line. Double handoff again. Double handoff. and Mount uh, This time they're waiting for it. Noses it out, knocks it down. It's one of those things of going to the well one too many times at, at this point. And uh, they have... Uh, Mount Pleasant sniffed that out. Uh, looks like you got a Chapel Hill player, Chapel Hill player down. Looks like that was the ball carrier. Looks like Chris Davis shaking up on the play as he hobbles off the field with nine minutes and forty-three seconds left in the first looks half. Looks like they called a full no. Okay, now the referees are calling him back out on the field. He was able to get up and get off the field. Probably had the wind knocked out of him. He was met very, very hard. They're in the pile, so. As he goes to the sideline and hope he's all right. Chapel Hill punting. Got the kick. Good Long punt. kick. Mesa's going to pick it up. Yes. Inside the 20. To the 25. To the 30. To the 35. To the 40. Got to see. The ah, they got a clip. To the 35 up to the 40. And flags flying. Got a clip on the play. Yeah, I saw, the, I, I saw the block, but the referee right there on the spot didn't throw his flag. It was a guy that was 30 yards downfield that threw the spot, threw the flag that time. But uh, it was it, it, it was a clip, unfortunately. I saw the, I saw the block, and uh, and he, uh, he he hit him right between the numbers, but it was the wrong set of numbers. <laughs> he was off to the races. Block in the back, call against the Tigers. They march it off against Mount Pleasant. Mesa, nice run anyway. It's, it's not going to count. Going to bring it back, but nice run. 
march it off. <laughs> Bring the ball back to the. Looks like the 14 yard line. Yeah, about the fit, close to the 14, 15, between the 14, 15 yard line. So the Tigers going to be looking at first and long. It'll be first and 10. The, the, the ball gets marked, or the, the first down gets marked from there. First and 10 for the Tigers at the 15 yard line. They just lost a lot of field position. The officials discussing something else. Not real sure what the. They pick the ball up and got to get them, move it back. What? I think the discussion is where the penalty actually happened. Actually, the penalty happened about at the. About the 25. So the mark off where they had it may have been about three or four yards short, but. At least the one I saw happened at about the 25-yard line. Yeah, he was about to break it out about the 27, 28-yard line. Then the flags flew. Whoa, they, they mark it back even further. They said the penalty occurred at the 14-yard line. So they marked it half the distance to the goal from there. If it happened at the 14, the player was about at the 28. <laughs> First and 10, Tigers mark way back at the six-yard line, and the official blows the whistle and stops play before play gets underway. And they have another discussion, almost like yeah, last week. I was going to say, this is reminiscent of last week's uh, penalty fest. Let's hope not. They couldn't get the yard markers or the call straight last week. So the ball stays where it is, the officials after their conference. There is something with Mount, a lot of Mount Pleasant's players, either uniforms or equipment, the referees are not happy with. They keep sending players off the field. It looks like it's plastic or something, plastic or rubber that they are concerned about. Hand up to the back, hit in the Ooh. backfield, maybe a safety. Boy. Knocked back into in the goal line. I don't see the safety signal, but it's close. As they said, he was in the grass. Yeah. They're marking back at about the two or three yard line. Yeah, they, they came up on a backside stunt that type, happened to stunt right into the play. Though I think the Mount Pleasant coaches are going to take note of that and uh, have a play action pass off of that. Uh, whether it happens in this series or not, I don't know, but. Uh, uh, it looks like it was wide open down here on the on the other side of the field. Loss of five on the play. Going to bring up second down 15 for the Tigers going the wrong way. Ball spotted at the one-yard line. Man in motion. Flag goes down. Dangerous territory for the Tigers. Half, Left tackle. Half shifted, the distance. Shifted a little bit when he, after he got set. And, just a little bit of got losing focus a little bit here. They just got to get their focus back and execute. Second down, 15 ball inside the one. Quarterback back in the pocket of the pass. Rolls out. Got a man open. Throws it downfield. Incomplete. Oh, just missed it. <laughs> Threw it into double coverage. Receiver almost had it, and it's incomplete. Yeah, he had a receiver down here in the flat on a, on a shorter pass. 
that was literally Wide 10 open. yards open. And, and uh, for the ball. he was waving at him, and he came back as he, as he passed Nick. He said, hey, you know, check me out down here next time because I was wide open. <laughs> Third down, 15. Ball spotted inside the one-yard line for the Tigers. they got to be careful. Had plenty of time to throw the ball. He yeah. wasn't under any kind of pressure. He only missed him, you know, missed him by about a, a step. Third down, 15. Tigers. Quarterback Brown with the snap. Gets a, wants to run around the corner. Needs a block. Gets a scene. He gets at the 10, the 15, and knocked out of bounds at about the close to the 15-yard line. Don't know if it's going to be enough for the first down, but he, he had a great seam and uh, had a chance to uh, had a chance to make a big play, and he did get it. He got the first down. Just barely, he got it. Nick Brown on the run needed 10 and a half yards. He got 10 and a half yards. First and 10. Fast stop market, first down for the Tigers. A great job blocking on the edge by the tight end, the, the tackle, and the both wide receivers here on the right side just gave him an, a nice running lane. Seven minutes, 50 seconds remain in the first half. Mount Pleasant up 14-0. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Trips to the right side, actually to the left side. Hand off to the back. Breaks away across the 20, down to the 22-yard line. And carrying the football that time for the Tigers is Austin Hicks. Same play that he scored on on the last series. Uh, Just a little dive play up in the middle. Almost broke that one. He was a step away from breaking that one for a really, really big game. They spot him at the 22. Pick up a five on the play. Brings up second down five for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Trips to the left side. Tight end to the right. Single receiver to the right side. Screen pass. To Mesa. Mesa dancing. Fights his way forward. Close to the first down. Depends on the marking of the football. And it is a first down. Fast stop market first down for the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, Coach, uh, excuse me. Uh, Nick Brown saw that they were playing soft on his his wide receiver. I think that's almost an audible or an automatic. He stood up, just threw a little hitch pass to him, let him get what he could get. Got a good six, seven yards on that play. At the tight end and the wide receiver to the right and trips to the left, and he hit the uh, wide receiver to the right. And they got twin receivers to the right, three receivers to the left. Nick Brown in the shotgun sends a man in motion. Cooper, handoff Cooper. Cooper trying to turn the corner. Cooper battles, fights, and maybe a yard on the play as he tried to get it to the wide side of the field. Had to make one. Everybody else had a hat on the hat that time except for one man. Had to make that man miss, and he got him. Literally got him by a shoestring tackle for about a two-yard gain. Hey, he gets away from that guy. He's got a lane and probably still running. Six minutes and ten seconds left. Two-yard pickup. Brings up second down eight for the Tigers. Ball back at their own 31-yard line. Boy, this game's moving fast with with very few passes. (laughs) The clock just keeps running. Got Austin Hicks in the backfield. Quarterback is Nick Brown. Send a man in motion. Mesa. Brown rolling out, looking for Mesa. No, he's going to throw it downfield. Yeah. Oh, oh, golly. Threw it downfield in the double coverage, but uh, there and, and uh, almost making the catch was Skyler Witherspoon. Looked like Witherspoon didn't see it until it was late, but it went through two uh, Chapel Hill players' hands, and Skyler couldn't see it until they left the last Chapel Hill player's hand as they were in front of him deflecting it. 
a little yeah, bit longer. He, he was behind. He was behind both the both the coverage guys and uh, Nick just under threw him just a shade, but uh, should have been caught. Hit him, hit him right in the face mask with it. But like you said, I think they uh, the, the defensive backs obstructed his view of the ball just a little bit. What a throw by Nick Brown that time on yeah. the run, flicked it downfield. Nice touch, nice pass. Just couldn't come up with it. Brings up third down and eight for the Tigers. Brown in the pocket. Rolls out to the right side. Oh, he's got him got deep again. There got he goes. Open. And makes a catch. What a play. What a play. Brown gets it off to Mesa. Mesa makes a catch at about the 21-yard line. Mesa had his man by about four steps. And, and Brown, would, again, throwing on the run, underthrew him a little bit. And Mesa just came back, out jumped the defensive back for the ball. And you know, just, just wanted it more than the defensive back did. They made a great adjustment to the ball. You know, Brown's just letting his athletes, his receivers be athletes. And uh, they're doing a great job helping him out. And another fast stop market first down. Brown to Mesa. Brown with the snap, gets it up to the back, fights his way. Bradley still fighting to the 10, to the 5, touchdown. And scoring for the Tigers is Austin Hicks, his third touchdown of the night. Nice run that time, Austin Hicks. Yeah, just a little uh, off-tackle play to the right. Uh, Again, Forrest had a man in the hole, and, and Hicks just made him miss it that time. Didn't didn't even hit him, and then then uh, everybody else was blocked, and he just took off up the seam to the right and uh, outran everybody to the corner. Five minutes and three seconds left in the first half. Austin Hicks with a twenty-two yard run for the touchdown. Jackson Collier will attempt the point after. Snap is down, kick is up, and it is good. And the score, Mount Pleasant Tigers 20, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. I'm Barry Duke with Coach Mike, bringing you the game of the week. Mount Pleasant Tigers on top of Forest High Chapel Hill, 21-0. And a great run again, that time by Austin Hicks. 22-yard run, Hicks. Great blocking by the Tigers. Yeah, give credit to those, uh, those, what I used to call those hog mollies up front, doing a great job. The right side opened up a good seam for him. Uh, again, he made one man miss, and then after that, he was off to the races. But not only the hog mollies, but the tight end yes. and the wide receivers and running backs doing a great job blocking also. Everybody's blocking, yeah. of course. They're doing a great job, but you got to give respect to the hog mollies too. They, they, they're the guys in the, in the dirt. Collier yeah. sends the, <laughs> kickoff back into the end zone that's what we're used to seeing from him <laughs> i think they decided to quit quit messing around with it anymore and just <laughs> send it deep so chapel hill will have the football first and 10 at their own 20 yard line with 503 remaining now what uh, you know the mount pleasant's defense here what they want to do is avoid giving up the big play they've done a really good job of keeping them from establishing any kind of rhythm but but they've given up a couple of big plays that's let uh, forrest keep their keep their drives alive a little bit 
Uh, if they can shut this down, they can really slam the door on this game. Quarterback lines up on the center, hands off to the back, turns the corner, gets it to the 25 and knocked down at about that point. Carrying the football is Chris Davis, a 5'11", 185 senior for Chapel Hill. Did a good job blocking on the right side that time. He had a good seam in the corner. Safety in the corner had to combine on that tackle. Plunkett in on the tackle for the Tigers. Clock running, 435 left in the first half. Chapel Hill sends wide receiver wide to the left side. Pitch to the back. Gets a block. Breaks a tackle. And can't break this tackle. And coming up with it is Holden. Matthew Holden with the tackle. And I was going to say earlier, Holden has really come with his play defensively. Yeah. He's, he's been playing really well uh, in the last three or four games. Yeah, he's, he stepped into his role quite well in, in uh, learning to fill, fill the holes there from his linebacker spot. Uh, but to, again tonight, the defensive pursuit from Mount Pleasant has been outstanding to the point of attack. Third down five, Chapel Hill. Hand off to the back, battling, spinning, fighting, and not going to get that, not going to get it the first down. Going to end up about a yard and a half short. Great tackle again that time up front by the Tigers, Gavin Alderson. Alderson having a heck of a game tonight. They yeah. spot the football about the 28-yard line. Yeah, when the when the defensive front sees that short motion, they're shifting with what we call shift with the motion and slanting with the motion because that's where typically where the ball is going fourth in this down, offense. Fourth down and short, and Chapel Hill's going for it unless they're trying to draw the. I, said, I think off. they're going to try to draw them first, and then then they may go ahead and. and ah, they're they're going to run out of time. They're going to run out of play clock. Yeah, call a timeout. There's a timeout on the field. With three minutes and ten seconds left in the first half, it's the Mount Pleasant Tigers 21, Chapel Hill nothing, back right after this. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931 388 3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Chapel Hill. With the football after the timeout, trying to get the first down. I don't think they got it. Quick snap, and they fight. They don't have it. They, they got mark it. it. They unpile it. They mark it, and they short. Tried to run a quarterback sneak, and that time, big, big Connor Scherer just stuffed the play. Took two, two or three Forest Rocket blockers with him and just jammed the quarterback up. He never got his feet moving. Had to get the ball to the 30. They got stopped there at the 29. So the Tigers of Mount Pleasant take over on downs, first and 10. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Chapel Hill sends a player in late. Brown, play action. Screen pass. Cooper. Cooper steps, moves, fights, battles. 
Gets the first down and knocked down inside the 20-yard line. Keevan Cooper with a fast stop market, first down for the Tigers. Yes, that uh, bubble screen again. He made the first guy miss, and then he made, made two or three other guys. He's kind of like trying to tackle a gnat out there. <laughs> He's just scooting and, and, and dodging and, and ducking. First and 10, Tigers leading 21-0. Hand off to the back. Play action, quarterback keeper. Fighting, battling, gets it close to the 10-yard line. Quarterback keeper on the play. Forrest High with a player down. He gets up slowly. Yeah, they saw. They tried to run that bubble screen again. This time, Forrest recognized the play and sent a guy out there, and Brown did a really, really good job of hanging on to the ball once he saw it, and they just made something out of nothing right there. Gained uh, gained about seven yards. Ball inside the nine. It's second down three. Pick up a seven on the play. Nick Brown is your quarterback in the backfield for the Tigers is Xavier Davison. Sends a man in motion to the right side. Handoff, Davison trying to turn the corner. Davison at the 10. Davison at the 5. Davison knocked out of bounds. Close to the goal line, but they're going to say no, he didn't get in. Xavier Davison showing a lot of quickness that time as he turned the corner and almost got the 6. Yeah, that that time they brought their tight end and their wing back from the left side over to the right side, so they end up having... Uh, all but two guys to the right side of the ball, and they basically said, we're coming this way. Try to stop us. So they went out at the two. It's going to bring up first and goal from the two. Tigers ready to attack. Brown is your quarterback. Davison. Send a man in motion. Cooper to the left side. Hand off Davison. Davison at the two. Davison at the one. Davison in the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. Xavier Davison with a two-yard run for the Touchdown. And the Tigers go up 28 to nothing over Chapel Hill. Again, another very impressive drive, just methodically uh, punching it down the field at about seven, eight, nine yards a pop. And uh, up front doing a really, really good job giving these guys holes. And the, the running backs doing a super job. Wide receivers doing a good job blocking down and, and on the bubble screens. 27 nothing, Jackson Collier with the point after. It's up and it's good. And the score with 156 left in the first half is the Mount Pleasant Tigers 28, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back right after this. Every morning I park my car across the street from my business and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown columbia securities and investment advisory services offered through nbc securities incorporated member finra and sipc one minute 46 seconds remain in the first half the mount pleasant tigers beginning to dominate as they're leading 28 to nothing over chapel hill i was just we were mentioning during the break that uh, you know Seems like a pretty close, hard-fought game, and all of a sudden you look up and Mount Pleasant's 28 points ahead. Uh, biggest difference is Mount Pleasant scoring on their drives and Chapel Hill's getting stalled out at one point or another. Back deep for the Rockets, Chris Davis, as Jackson Collier set to kick off for the Tigers. Collier, booming kick. 
taken just outside the end. No, he no, said he's, he's he was in the end zone. Caught it in the end zone, which in high school is an automatic touchback. Caught it in the end zone just barely. Wanted to run it out was uh, Chris Davis. Thought he had a scene that he wanted to try to explore, but uh, again, uh, having a kicker that can t- put it in the put it in the end zone on a consistent basis is such a huge weapon. So the Rockets will have the football first and ten at their own twenty yard line. With a minute 44 remaining in the first half of play, with the Mount Pleasant Tigers leading 28 nothing. Yeah, the Rockets going to have to start throwing the ball here shortly, and that's not something they like doing. Uh, some, not probably not something they're very good at doing. Quarterback rolls out in the pocket. He's it downfield. Got a man open, and got the first down. Great pass play that time by Ryan Hill, as he got it to his wide receiver. Chris Davis for the first down. And as I say, they're not very good at it. They do a really good job running a flood route right there. And uh, quarterback did a good job finding him in that little scene. They're going to have to put some pressure on him. They get the ball up to the 33-yard line, first and 10 for the Rockets. Twin receivers to the left side, tight end to the right. Quarterback rolling out under pressure. He's across the field, is complete, and he's hammered on the play. Making a big hit that time for the Tigers is Chandler Hughes. Quarterback, uh, the uh, receiver did a good job. A little curl route inside uh, and uh, just caught the ball. And Hughes pounded him when he got it, but he hung on to the ball. Smeet Patel with the catch and the, and the hit by Chandler Hughes. Ball at the 40 with 50 seconds left in the first half. Quarterback rolls out, looking downfield. Almost, oh. almost intercepted as... Tried to get it to uh, threw it into triple coverage and almost intercepted by the Tigers. And almost coming up with that interception for the Tigers is Uriah Archibald. Yeah, probably should have. Uh, did a good job seeing seeing the curl and ran the curl right just like they did over here to the left side. They ran it over to the right trying to make that happen. And they closed in on it that time and did a really good job of, of closing on the ball. Just Just didn't watch it all the way in. Ryan Hill, quarterback, really put something on that ball, though, too. That time he zipped it in there, and, and Archibald couldn't come up with it. Brings up third down three for Chapel Hill. Ball at the 40-yard line. Hand off to the back, fighting, battling. Don't think he got it. I don't think he got the first down. Got a yard, maybe. Chris Davis got the run and looked like he was going to have enough for the first down, but he was stopped by Wood for the Tigers. Mount Pleasant called the timeout right after that so they can get another shot at, at, at running the score. Dallas Wood laid the wood on him that time. Pick up about a yard and a half, but they needed at least three. And it's going to be fourth and two for Chapel Hill. Yeah, I think Chapel Hill's going to line up and, you know, they're, they're in a precarious position right here. They're still in their own, uh, in their own territory at about the 41 yard line. Uh, I would, if I'm Mount Pleasant, I'm looking for a fake punt, but uh, uh, be a really, really risky situation simply because they are not able to stop uh, Mount Pleasant's offense. Of course, that may be what the coach is thinking. I can't stop their offense, so I, I don't want to give the ball to them. I might as well go ahead and go for it here. Uh, so, uh, you know, two two schools of thought there, trying to trying to figure out what uh, what their coach is going to do. Looks like he's going to uh, drop back and punt. Fourth down, two ball just past the 40-yard line of Chapel Hill. Defense need to make sure that they pay attention to the ball here and don't uh, don't jump. 
they they're gonna try to get the first down. <laughs> <laughs> they they did they they got just enough, I think. Depends on the marking of the football. Mount Pleasant got a man down. Yeah, they got the first down. I was quite a different. They snapped. They they've got two up backs and a single personal receiver or personal protector back there. They snapped to the personal protector. He ran up and handed and put it between the legs of one of the up backs. Gavin, and then when everyone else took off, he tried to go forward. He get, he got just enough yards. Gavin Alderson shaking up on the play, but he stays in the game. First and ten for. Chapel Hill with 28 seconds left. Quarterback rolls out, hits his man in the flat, and knocked down on the play. Looks like Chapel Hill probably should have started going to this passing game a little bit quicker than they did. They're they're moving the ball pretty pretty well against Mount Pleasant's defense. Clock down to 10 seconds. See if they get another playoff. Second down four, pick up a six on the play. They get the playoff. Quarterback rolling back. It's going to be sacked. Sacked. And making the tackle, Jaden McClure sacks the quarterback deep in the pocket. And that's the end of the first half. Great play that time by Jaden McClure. Yeah, he just kind of said, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> I'm getting tired of this. It's time to go. And uh, did a great job on the rush. Kind of ducked up under the, the uh, offensive back that was trying to block him. Got his hands on the quarterback and said, nope, you're, not, you're done throwing the ball for a little bit. McClure came clear. Quarterback trying to roll out and pass. And McClure... Knocks him down. That's the end of the first half with the score. The Mount Pleasant Tigers leading Forest High of Chapel Hill 28 to nothing. We'll take a break and we'll be back with more right after this timeout. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Back at Mount Pleasant, Tigers roaring the first half as they lead Chapel Hill 28 to nothing on a great uh, offensive showing by the Tigers here tonight. Yeah, very efficient. Uh, I think they've had the ball, was it, uh, I think they've scored on every possession, haven't they, uh, in this in the first half? If they haven't, it's, there's only one possession where they didn't score. But uh, moving the ball at will on the ground, uh, keeping the passes, uh Nick's had a, Nick Brown has had a couple of long pass attempts, gotten really, really close to completing those for big plays, but didn't quite 
didn't make the connection with it. But otherwise, the running game's doing really, really well. Uh, Hicks has had a huge game already. Big time. Uh, and uh, with an 82-yard run and then I think another 18-yard run or something like that. 22-yard run. For two touchdowns so far. So uh, pretty efficient uh, game on the ground. Uh, like I said, mentioned earlier, it, it seemed very close for a little bit. And all of a sudden, you look up and Mount Pleasant's up by 28 points. Joining us right now is the principal of the Mount Pleasant Tigers, uh, Eric Hughes and uh, Eric, good to have you up here. Well, thank you, uh, Barry, and I appreciate you and Mike having us up and coming back down and spending Friday night with the Tigers. Exactly, and uh, 28 nothing. Uh, uh, you know, some people thought maybe the Tigers come in a little flat, you know, because they've already qualified for the region uh, for playoff action, and uh, they're on fire tonight. You know, we're really excited. This is the first time in 15 years that the Tiger has won a region championship, and it's also could be 16 years since we've gone undefeated in the region. So the boys kind of used that a little extra motivation. Uh, Coach Hartsfield and his staff just did a really good job this week of keeping them focused. And they're looking good running the ball and passing the ball and playing really well on defense. You know, uh, Coach Oakham, who's our offensive coordinator, you know, he really wants that balanced attack. You know, earlier in the season we hit a lot of downfield passes and teams started to to realize that, and that's when he kind of made some adjustments and you know, you've, you've got to have both aspects of the game in order to be successful yep. always in the playoff. Yeah, when you hit that downfield pass early on, those those backs get back. Of course, that opens up those seams underneath. And then uh, I think I think Nick's done a really good job of letting his receivers be athletes. He's getting the ball out to them in space. Uh, usually in the, the design of the play, they've got a one blocker or two blockers out there. They've got to make at least one guy miss. They're usually making one or two or three guys miss. But then the, the rest of the team's getting out there and blocking uh, and doing a really good job. I was really impressed with Hicks's run, the 82-yard run. By the time he got to the 40-yard line, of his own 40-yard line, he had three or four Tigers escorting him down the field. And one of them, uh, one, one, Mount, or excuse me, one Forest Hill guy had a, had a shot at him. And the wide receiver did a great job of shielding him off, and then it was just a foot race with with escorts. Yeah, I thought uh, Schuyler Witherspoon. You know, Schuyler's one of those kids that may not catch a whole lot of passes each game, but, man, his blocking has improved tremendously. And on that play, my from my advantage, he made a key block to really spring uh, Austin. You know, and like I say, then he just had a convoy to came yeah. on into the – I was uh, commenting to Coach Mike uh, how well the uh, – the, the wide receivers block each other, the running backs, and, and, of course, the guys up front do a great job, too, blocking. You know, I think a lot of that has holes. to go through our coaching staff. And exactly. I think you probably know uh, a little bit about our wide receiver coaches, and he works some hard, hard, Dre Hall. Exactly. Dre is our wide receiver coaches, and just from his experience in teaching the kids the fundamentals, the ins and outs, and uh, we've really seen a huge improvement. And you yeah. have an outstanding coaching staff from top to bottom. It's uh, Coach Hartsfield and – and all the guys, they do a great job with these young men. He really does. And, you know, the staff that he's been able to bring in is, is just unbelievable. They work so well together. You know, one thing he'll often describe is just like one big family. Well, one, yeah, the one big family aspect of that, you know, where the guy, the support guy, what I call the support guys, the blockers, that, that take a great amount of pride in making their blocks downfield. Uh, you know, back, you know, when, when I was coaching here in that, that, that earlier run and stuff, that was one of the things we did with our wide receivers. We took a huge amount of pride of being able to block downfield. And that's one reason why we had, you know, kids like Marco Daly and stuff had such great, had great, had great seasons because they had those guys up front. They had those receivers out there that took, took those, that pride in, in springing them. You know, a, a, a good wide receiver 
can turn a five-yard gain into a 50-yard gain or a touchdown even. Right. And, uh, and then they get their chances with the with the pass game. You know, when everybody's got a gang up on there, and that's going to open things up for them. You know, I, I've been attending Mount Pleasant High School football for too many years. And I live right up the road and would walk to the games on Friday night. And, you know, Mount Pleasant historically, if we've had some really good running backs. But this year's a little different with this team. We're running back by committee. And you can yeah. see we've really got four guys that have produced. And just like tonight, Perez Carter, a little banged up yep. from the Spring Hill game. And Coach, offensively and defensively, decide just to sit him out. And he's kind of like the next man up, Austin, uh, Xavier, uh, Jakari. You know, it's just the next man up instead of just one guy getting the bulk of the carries. And that developing that depth, that performance depth, is going to play off big, big dividends now in the coming weeks as the playoffs start. Because now you're going to you're going to get into games, you're going to get into situations where you're going to get nicked up because these are all going to be hard fought games. Uh, these are all going to be a, a different level of contest, and you're going to have to have you know everybody has their stars, and usually you know uh, uh, Coach Bryant used to say you know. Your stars and my stars are going to cancel out each other. I'm going to beat you with my second-line guys. I'm going to beat you with my support guys because my support guys are going to be better than yours, and that's what's happening out here with Mount Pleasant. Uh, their, their support guys are letting their stars be stars and uh, doing a great job with it. You know, we had, I think, ten seniors that were honored tonight, and, and it was a great uh, night to honor them. But also I looked at one point on the defensive line, and we had a freshman and three sophomores out there. Yeah. So, you know, one thing, Coach has really done a good job. It's building that depth also. You know, next Friday night, everybody's zero and zero. Exactly. That's right. And on stage yeah. one loss to go home. Exactly. And uh, we're lucky enough by winning the region is to be able to host here next Friday night, 7 o'clock. We will play the winner of Scotts Hill and East Hickman. Oh, okay. We played both of those schools, but they're playing tonight. I, I don't have an update. Uh, you know, have, have both of seen. them have uh, different uh, things that we really have to focus on. And of course, we'll be here next week. We'll be broadcasting. Uh, whoever the, the we know who the we, we know who. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we we know who one of the winners is going to yeah. be. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, so we, well, we really do appreciate so, appreciate so much uh, y'all coming down. And uh, I have an aunt that lives in Columbia, and uh, she usually asks me. I talked to her last week. She asked me, you know, we'll be on the radio this Friday night because she's not able to get out, but she definitely wants to listen. Well, uh, unless, you know, now CA's playing for their, their playoff lives tonight. If they, if they beat, uh, Grace, uh, Grace Christian out of Franklin, then, then they get to continue on to the two, and to the, to the Division Two playoffs. But, uh, outside of them, you guys are the only game in town after, after this week. So, uh, you're going to have a lot of crowd. You, you know, it just and, makes the atmosphere so good. I mean, if you look down there in the end zone, yes, our tailgaters, yes. uh, yeah. You know, they're they're excited. I've already had several tell me that we're going to be back next week and, you know, we're going to come early and we're going to have a good time. Yeah, this this has been something I, I had the privilege of, of coaching here in those in those seasons that, we, you know, we had that the, really the last time we had this big run and, and stuff as defensive coordinator here. And I remember that atmosphere. I remember those those crowds. And we would have loved to have had the setup you guys got here with this tailgate situation. The the, the fireworks are, 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 are a nice touch. I remember those. <laughs> You know, Ray Bronner uh, and his dad, Tony Bronner, they they took care of those back many years ago. And as we got closer in the season, I told Coach Boyd, Boyd I said, it's time to pull out the fireworks. And yep. Ray is actually uh, our character coach, and he comes over and he, he mentors uh, a lot of our football players and young men, and he loves hanging around. We brought the idea. He said, yeah, that, that brought the – 
that brought some, some chills and good memories back for me, uh, seeing that as, as they took the field. And I was going to mention, too, right before you did, you have to be happy, very happy with the crowd every game, Not, and it should be even wilder during the playoffs. And uh, like I said, just it, it's a lot of excitement in Mount Pleasant right now. Yeah, I expect, I expect to see you, you, you'll have a, a lot of people coming in from Columbia as well, again, with you all being the only team out of, out of Murray County that are actually get to advance this year. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people trying to, you know, seeing and seeing just uh, just what y'all got this year. We, we welcome everybody. Hey, we'll, we'll have a, a few food trucks in, in the end zone, and we'll have a concession stand full of food, and we just want everybody to come out and, and support the Tigers. I think it is nice. Even last week, we got a lot of the Columbia people who come watch us play Spring Hill. Yes. Uh, yes. In that yeah. game, and, yeah. uh, you know, I think they were actually cheering for us a little bit. I think uh, so. On yeah. that sideline, and uh, – you know, it's just great to uh, how the community support. You know, we surprised our kids this week with some some region championships shirts, and you know, they, they were just so excited, yeah. have that pride, and they were all wearing around school today with a lot of pride. And you know, our whole school, our culture and environment, in some way, it uh, when you're winning football games, Mike, you know, this as a teacher, it made things a little bit easier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, the winning football season made the classroom a lot better, uh, made the atmosphere in the hallways a, a, a whole lot better. Everybody gets excited by it. And it, it actually seg- segues, or segues into a good season for the rest of the athletic programs because there's some momentum already built there. And, uh, in, and, and the expectations are set up, and the players tend to live up to them, and they tend to rise up to them and, and – so, uh, you know, it's, it's a great job of Coach Hartsfield and his group and his boys uh, setting, setting the tone for a, for a great year this year. Uh, I really, uh, you know, wish them the best. We, again, we're excited to be following them. Uh, we're going to follow them as far as, as far as they go. Hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, Barry and I will get to go to Cookville. And no, not, not Cookville. We're not, going to, like Chattanooga, to Chattanooga this year. That's right. Chattanooga. They changed it on me this time. I, I would like so. to say this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I would like to give a big shout-out to Ned Rich and – Y'all may know Ned. Ned's been a volunteer in Murray County football for many, many yeah. years, and Ned's been a volunteer here for us about eight years. He is going to be recognized on November 11th. He received the TWSAA Athletic Sixth District Volunteer of the Year. Wow. Oh, wow. And Congratulations, Ned. Ned yeah. yeah. Volunteers his time while running a very successful business, but he's financially a contributor to a lot of programs in Murray County. He's a, he's a fine Christian man who was role model to – to all of our kids, and we're just so excited to go up on November 11th at Innsworth to recognize Ned. Great, congratulations to him. I was well, well deserved. I got to uh, the couple of years that I was get to that I got to work with the middle school program over here. He was he was a big help to us when we would come over here to the varsity field and, and would work a little bit with the varsity guys just to kind of give those middle school guys a taste here and there. And and he was always very cordial, very helpful with us. Well, it's halftime. Halftime score, Mount Pleasant Tigers 28, the uh, Chapel Hill Rockets nothing. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Looking for a physician? Choosing a health care provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. 
Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. If you're on the go and looking for a convenient place to fill up and fuel up, come to Fast Stop Markets. This family-owned chain has locations in Columbia, Centerville, Dixon, Spring Hill, and Lawrenceburg with 14 total locations across Middle and West Tennessee. At Fast Stop, you can expect consistent service that's fast, friendly, and clean, and some of your favorite Southern-inspired foods. And remember, you can get anything in the drive-thru that you can get in the store. Make a stop at Fast Stop today. They're keeping you moving in Tennessee. Go to FastStopMarkets.com to learn more. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm the Republican-endorsed candidate for Columbia City Mayor. Columbia is home, and there's no other place like it. 
and the city itself is special. But what makes us great are our people. And of course, we've known this all along. Now the world has taken notice and everyone wants to move here, so it needs to be protected. And that's why I'm running for mayor and I'm asking for your vote. We need to control growth and make growth pay for itself. We need to keep Columbia free and open, protecting our small businesses and churches from unnecessary mandates. We need to keep Columbia safe by hiring and maintaining the best police and fire in the state. And we need an economy that works for everyone in a city and a county that works together. There's no time to waste. The future of Columbia is in our hands. My name is Debbie Matthews, and I'm asking for your vote for Columbia City Mayor. Paid for by the committee to elect Debbie Matthews Mayor, Ken MacArthur, Treasurer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Cl- Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder, asking for your vote in the upcoming city election. Over the last four years, we've accomplished a lot together. We've seen record-breaking job creation and investment. We've made infrastructure improvements during a time of unprecedented growth. We've led reasonably and responsibly even during difficult times. And we've maintained our momentum while keeping that Columbia charm. But we're just getting started. There's more left to do. Let's be proud of our growing community while working to grow responsibly by ensuring growth is paying for itself. Let's continue with infrastructure improvements so we remain well positioned for the future. Let's keep investing in our public safety and law enforcement communities so that we can remain a safe community. And let's continue to unite behind a common cause of wanting our community to be the very best it can be when it comes to living, working, and raising a family. I'm Chaz Mulder. I'm proud to be your mayor, and I would be honored to have your vote. Committee to re-elect Mayor Chaz Mulder, Tina Adams, Treasurer. And we're and we're back at halftime <laughs> here at uh, uh, Mount Pleasant versus uh, Forest here at Mount Pleasant, uh, Tennessee. Uh, Mount Pleasant is up twenty-eight to nothing. Uh, over the Forest Rockets, some scores of interest from around regions five and six. Uh, Mount Juliet is up on Green Hill in the second quarter, thirteen to twelve. Creekwood leads Lawrence County twenty-seven to nothing, and in the second quarter, uh, Marshall County leads Greenbrier twenty-one to seven at halftime. Uh, Loretto uh, is trailing Richland nineteen to fourteen at halftime. Uh, scrolling down through here, Wayne County 35, Collinwood 0 at halftime. Uh, uh, let's see. Scrolling through some more scores here. Nolansville 6, Franklin County nothing at halftime. And uh, scrolling all the way down into Division 2 at this point. Uh, uh, trying to get a report here from... Columbia Academy is leading Grace Christian of Franklin seven to nothing at halftime. Again, twenty-eight to nothing here. Uh, Mount Pleasant on top of Forest. Uh, very, uh, your impressions of the first half here? Uh, Mount Pleasant dominated offensively and defensively, as the score might indicate. But uh, you know, Forest just didn't roll over. You know, they they, they got some fight in them. But uh, Mount Pleasant uh, right now is just the most dominant team and. And uh, turning an offense wide open, 
and uh, make some big uh, scoring plays for the Tigers. Now, one of the things that impresses me the most is they've got threats in multiple places. Uh, you know, they've got two wide receivers that can just go and, and can burn. Uh, of course, you got Nick Brown who can deliver the ball to them and, and get the ball out to them. A lot of you know, like I said, their best play is a, is a simple hitch pass where he just stands up and throws it to them out there at the, where they're lined up. Uh, they make one guy miss, and they're off to the races a lot of times. They've at least got a five, six, seven-yard gain. It's almost like a running play for them. Uh, and then, uh, you know, that uh, uh, let's say I was trying to catch Austin Hicks. Uh, yes. <laughs> is having a huge night tonight. And uh, if I understood Coach Coach Hughes, uh, the principal here, Eric Hughes, uh, he's not necessarily always the starter uh, at, at running back. And, no, he's like he's, uh, and he's got over – He's already got over 100 yards in this half alone uh, in two touchdowns. So uh, a multiple threat, uh, and, and they spread the field, make you play the whole field, and doing a great job. The defense is doing a good job of shutting down uh, Forrest. The only thing Forrest has been able to, to put together a couple of times has been some misdirections, misdirection reverses and stuff like that to, to get some big plays. Had one big pass play. Uh, and after that, the, the, the pass rush has been able to uh, to – to keep them at bay, uh, they had a little bit of success in that last drive. When, you know, when they were trying to hurry, do their hurry up and, and pass the ball, I expect to see them try to do that a little bit more in the second half. Because Mount Pleasant leading twenty-eight to nothing at halftime, and uh, Mount Pleasant got on the scoreboard first on a one-yard run by Hicks with three fifty-three remaining in the first quarter, and then Mount Pleasant scored again on an eighty-two-yard run by Austin Hicks. And then uh, the Tigers scored again on a 22-yard run by Hicks with 5.03 left in the first half. And then the uh, last touchdown came from Xavier Davison on a two-yard run to give the Tigers a 28-0 lead at halftime. And the uh, point after kicked up and good by Jackson Collier. Yeah, they've been very efficient in their offense uh, uh, tonight. And uh, I think that again, as we mentioned before, we went to the halftime breaks and stuff like that. Was they uh, they scored on every possession, I believe, or all but one. They've only had one possession where they didn't score, I believe. But uh, but, but very very productive tonight, uh, and really uh, not quite as sharp probably as Coach Hartsfield would want them to be. But at the same time, they are. You know, they're 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 playing well. Uh, just a few little hiccups here and there, and uh, just got to clean the. Of course, that that's kind of good for a coach. That gives him something to work on in the in, during the week in practice. <laughs> Slowly substituting some younger players into the ball game, and that helps uh, for yeah. building depth and uh, confidence, and and helps them down the road. Yeah, now coach, coach, uh, excuse me, coach Hughes, uh, uh, referred to him, you know Eric Hughes, the principal. He mentioned what they had three sophomores and a junior on the line at one point uh, on the defensive line. So. Uh, he said that depth is going to be uh, be key in the in the coming weeks. Twenty eight to nothing, halftime score. Chapel Hill ready to kick off to the Tigers. Tigers will get the football first. They got Darian Mesa back deep. Yeah, Mount Pleasant's expecting some kind of onside or pooch because they've got ten guys up within ten yards of the fifty yard line. Gwen Grusin, sure enough, there kick, it is. Short kick takes a Chapel Hill roll. Ball still rolling loose. And rolling out of bounds with it, Mount Pleasant. Coming out of there with it is Mesa. Way back Boy. at his uh, 38-yard line. They almost pulled that off there. They did the onside kick and got the big bounce that they wanted. Uh, got it up high. And, uh, and then they punt. Uh, somebody 
in trying to grab it, punched it about 20 yards up the field, which gave Mesa a chance to chase it down from his uh, deep position. They mark it at the 32 of Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant will have the football first and 10 at their own 32-yard line to get the second half underway. Tigers leading 28-0. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Brown hands off to the back. Oh, big hole. Big hole. 40, 45, 50, 40, 30, 20. Can he make it? Can he beat it to the 10 and knock out of bounds at about the 10-yard line? And that is the Tigers' Xavier Davison. Monstrous hold on the right side uh, coming down. They just caved the entire Forest Rocket uh, defensive line down into the middle of the field, and he had a huge, huge hole. Uh, the only person that could stop him was the offside corner, and he finally got the angle on Rice Tankersley ran him down. Ball spotted inside the 10 at the 8-yard line. First and goal from the 8 for the Tigers. Nick Brown is your quarterback. Hand off to the back. Davison fights his way across the 5-yard line. Going to be second and goal inside the 5. Just the same play to the other side uh, that time, and uh, still a good uh, a good four or five yard gain on that uh, uh again the line is doing a great job reestablishing the line of scrimmage in forest uh, defensive backfield offensive line doing a good job darren rittenauer along with uh harton hughes along with uh azarian robinson also uh Kavari wilson hand out to the back fighting dragging his way Close and drags his way into the touchdown. In for the touchdown, Xavier Davison with the carry. And the guy's doing a great job up front blocking, and Xavier Davison powers his way in for the touchdown. Boy, nothing fancy about that series of play right there. Just simple fullback dives uh, the whole way down the field. Uh, Just the line just backing off their ears and saying, here, we're coming after you. Stop us. Jackson Collier with the point after. Gavin Alderson with the hole. Snap is down. Kick is up, and it is good. And the score with 10.42 remaining in the third quarter. Mount Pleasant 35, Chapel Hill nothing. Back right after this. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. And now back to Barry Duke. Ten minutes, 42 seconds left in the third quarter. Tigers up 35-0 as Mount Pleasant prepares to kick off to Chapel Hill. And they have hit that magic threshold now with a 35-point lead that the clock is going to, after this kick, the clock will be running as long as they maintain that 35-point lead. Jackson Collier. Which will shorten this game even more. <laughs> Jackson Collier is set to kick off to Chapel Hill. Back deep for the Rockets is Liam Bell. High booming kick. 
Taking that about the 5. Bell with it at the 10, the 15, the 20. And knocked down at about the 25-yard line. So the Rockets will have the football first and 10 at their own 25-yard line, trailing 35 nothing to Mount Pleasant. It's, it's become kind of obvious that this week that uh, Collier has been more working a little bit more on finesse. It's like he's target shooting. Uh, instead of just backing off and thumping it as far as he can, he's, he looks like he's trying to learn to, or he's not learning. He's, he knows how to do it. He's just practicing on placing the ball where he wants it on those kickoffs. Ball spotted at the 26, first and 10 for the Rockets. Quarterback back in the pocket to pass, rolling out Hill. Hill looking downfield and sacked on the play and making a play for the Tigers, McClure, along with Alderson. Of course, Alderson was going to be back there in that mix. But, uh, again, they came out, uh, probably had the same thought I did. Hey, they, we move the ball. Let's, throw, let's try throwing the ball a little bit. Uh, but Mount Pleasant's defense, uh, the coaches did a good job of preparing the defense for that. Uh, they, they ramped up their pass rush that time to get to him. Loss of six on the play. Going to bring up second down 16. Ball back at the Chapel Hill 20-yard line. Hill, your quarterback. He'll hand off to the back, hits, spun around, trying to fight, and not getting much. And maybe maybe give him a yard and a half, two yards on the play. Yeah, the, the Mount Pleasant defense, got the, they got the adrenaline flowing right now, and they are flying to the ball. And uh, right time, that time he just had a solid wall of, of red jerseys when he tried to take that up in the line. Uh, now they need to be ready again for that play-action pass and uh, – Third down, 24 for Chapel Hill. Hill is your quarterback. Hill back in the pocket, rolling around, looking. Passes intercepted by the Tigers. Intercepted by the Tigers. And that is uh, Uriah Archibald with the interception for the Tigers. And Did, the Tigers are excited. Yeah, they, uh, they, they went back to that curl pattern that they'd had success with in the first half. And, again, you can tell that the coaching staff did a good job of making adjustments. The linebacker, he just dropped up under that, that curl right there and uh, looked like the pass was thrown to him. It did. And, and uh, he made a good job, did a good job catching the ball. So now got great field position and can put this game, you know, finish putting the final nails onto this game. Mount Pleasant with the football at the Chapel Hill 28-yard line, first and 10. Hand off to the back. The fumble. McClure fumbles the football. And I think he, he recovered it. Got stripped as he was trying to cross the line of scrimmage. Had a little bit of mix-up there in the backfield. Looked like a couple of running backs crossed it in places they weren't supposed to. Loss of a yard on the play. Going to bring up second down 11 for the Tigers. With seven minutes, 35 seconds left in the third quarter with a running clock. Wide receiver Mesa wide to the right side. Cooper in the slot. Man set a man motion to the right side. Austin. Quarterback keeper breaks a tackle, fights his way to the 20, to the 15, now to, it's the a foot 10, race. to the 5, into the end zone. Give that young man six. Touchdown, Tigers. Did a great job. Ran a little sprint option to the right, and uh, they. Forrest just flew, just their whole defense just flew to try to stop that, get to the pitch man, get to him, and left the backside seam open, and Nick did a great job, saw it, 
planted his right foot and just took up into that seam, and there wasn't anybody left to the backside. Just had nothing but, uh, I would say green grass, but it's kind of brown right now. <laughs> but but uh, straight into the end zone. Nick Brown, 29-yard touchdown run. Jackson Carr, you with the kick. Snap is down. Kick is up, and it is good. And the score is Mount Pleasant, 41, Chapel Hill, nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Six minutes and three seconds remained in the third quarter. Mount Pleasant Tigers up 42 to nothing. Yeah, I'm not real sure that the timekeeper has received the message about the running clock. Uh, he's got it stopped at the moment. But uh, I'm sure the coach, the Mount Pleasant coaching staff will, will let them know about that. Or they may, they may let him keep it. Uh, you know, not say anything so they can get some of their young guys in. This is exactly what Mount Pleasant wanted to do tonight, was come out, establish their dominance, uh, work on getting some of the kinks uh, kinks out right before they go into this big playoff run. Jackson Collier to kick off to Forest High, Chapel Hill. Back deep is Bell. Bell with the catch at the 5, the 10, the 15. Breaks the tackle at the 15 to the 20. Ooh, nice tackle. down at the 20-yard line. And making that tackle for the Tigers is none other than Jeffrey Williamson. Jeffrey Williamson making the nice tackle for the Tigers. Great coverage that time downfield. Uh, looked like for a moment that the receiver had a seam to the outside, but Williamson uh, just turned on a burst of speed right there and made a great form tackle. Uh, knocked him down at the 20-yard line. Uh, Chapel Hill's got an uphill battle. First and 10, Chapel Hill at their own 21-yard line. Clock running, 520 left in the third quarter. Flags fly. Illegal substitutions against Chapel Hill are going to cost him five. Let he bring it back down to the 16-yard line. They've not put the uh, point on the scoreboard, and we, we know Jackson Collier is automatic, and maybe we assume too quick that that point after was good. I didn't notice. I, again, I think we assumed something there. Yeah. Maybe he missed it. I don't know. 41 nothing. Chapel Hill with the football. Handoff to the inside back. Hit and knocked back. Short gain. As the Rockets handed it off to Cohen Grissom. Grissom got not much. Yeah, got I think, two. Uh, yeah, Forrest is kind of, you know, they're going back to, okay, this is this is what we do. If we're going to make our comeback, we're going to have to do do doing what we do best, and that's that, that wing T offense. I think they're uh, going to be very selective, and, and yeah. I, I think a, a pass is coming. I think, yeah, like, like they're, they're going to have to make something happen, take a chance downfield here in a little Second bit. Second down nine, handoff to the back, fights his way to the 20, and knocked down just across the 25-yard line at about the 26. Going to bring up third down and manageable. Yeah, as long as they're doing this kind of stuff, Mount Pleasant's going to be more than happy to let them run the ball. Um, 
and uh, keep this clock moving. Um, Running back and back, so it's back to the uh, 26. So it's going to be third down five for the Rockets. Clock running, 340 left in the third quarter. Hand off to the inside back. Didn't get much. Falling forward for a couple, and that's about it. A lot of Tigers in on the play. Yeah, it's going to end up fourth and about three at this point. Um, Led by Gavin Alderson. Gavin Alderson on the bottom of the pile with the tackle for the Tigers. Brings up fourth down and four. Chapel Hill has not had a lot of success going forward on fourth down tonight. Uh, but they kind of, they're, they're backed into a hole. They're going to have to do something here. Fourth down and uh, they mark it fourth down and three. Ball spotted at the Chapel Hill 28-yard line. The Rockets going for it. Fourth and three, Rockets going for it. Trying to draw them off a side. Almost worked. They got them to flinch, but they didn't cross into the, didn't cross over into the neutral zone. So Chapel Hill calls timeout, didn't get them to flinch. They, they flinched, but yeah. they didn't go across the line. So Chapel Hill calls a timeout. With uh, two minutes and 49 seconds left in the third quarter, it's Mount Pleasant 41, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back right after this. Three claps already tonight. Three claps. Hi, I'm Gina Wolf, and my husband Tony and I are the local owner-operators of McDonald's of Murray County, and we are proud sponsors of the Murray County Game of the Week. McDonald's of Murray County wishes all of our community football teams, the Columbia Academy Bulldogs, the Columbia Central High Lions, Mount Pleasant Tigers, and the Spring Hill Raiders the very best this season. We hope to see you all at your favorite McDonald's location in southern Middle Tennessee. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. Now, let's get back to the game. Fourth and three for Chapel Hill. Ball spotted at the Chapel Hill 28. And Mount Pleasant and needs to be aware of that hard count again. Uh, and the Rock is going for it. Oh, this time they did a Pitch quick. to the oh, back, hit it in and the nothing there. And mauled. The, uh, got the pitch to the, to the tailback and mauled that time. But Corey Grissom was mauled by, it looked like our guy tonight is hot. And that is uh, none other than Alderson. Yeah. Uh, they, they tried to outflank us by, by an unbalanced right there, and Mount Pleasant recognized it, shifted over, and then slanted that way, and they, they tried to run the quick pitch behind it. We just had a wall of red jerseys right there to greet him. Ball spotted at the 26-yard line, first and 10 for the Tigers. And, and uh, Chapel Mount, Hill, Mount Pleasant, Pleasant calls, calls a timeout. timeout. Evidently something was mixed up in the way they called their play or the people they had out there. Two minutes and seven seconds left in the third quarter. There's timeout on the field with the score. Mount Pleasant 41, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back right after this timeout. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. Two minutes and seven seconds remain in the third quarter. 
total domination right now by the Mount Pleasant Tigers, up 41-0. Yeah, they're doing exactly what Coach Hartsfield wants to do tonight. Brown in the pocket. Pass down the field. His man wasn't looking, and he would have caught it. (laughs) Threw in the triple coverage. His man, uh, Chapel Hill, had beads on the ball. And if not, the uh, Mount Pleasant player would have caught it. And Probably hit him in the back of the helmet. He wasn't even looking for the ball. I, I don't know what the mix-up the mix in. He, he had him beat by a couple of steps. Uh, don't know why he wasn't really looking for the ball because it probably could have come back and out-jumped him for that. Exactly. Even not looking, it almost hit him in the hands, and he wasn't even looking for the ball. Going to bring up second down 10. Beautifully thrown ball in triple coverage, but the Tiger could have caught it. Mount Pleasant's in twin receivers to the right side, tight end to the left. Hand up to the back, fights his way forward. In at quarterback for the Tigers is Michael John Wright. And that was Wright throwing that, throwing that pass, nice pass. Yeah, Coach now is, uh, is in, the, in that position you love being as a coach, being able to work some of his young guys in, work on developing depth. Uh, probably, you know, execution is probably going to be a little rougher than what he'd like, but this is this is where you work out the bugs. This is where you, you get that extra experience and start b- building that depth. Got a lot of clean jerseys in there. Yeah. Knox Brooks wide to the right side. Quarterback hands off to the back. McClure. McClure trying to turn the corner. Breaks one tackle, fights and breaks another tackle, and knocked down at about the 20-yard line. Pickup of about four on the play. Yeah, blocking not quite as dominant, but still good, uh, good amount of blocking right there. Uh, uh, the Forest uh, player, uh, outside linebacker, did a, did a good job escaping his block and uh, getting in the way uh, and disrupting the play. John Michael Wright is the quarterback for the Tigers, 5'10", 150, Southmore. As the Tigers, they mark it officially back at the 21-yard line. And that's the end of the third quarter. At the end of three, the score. It's Mount Pleasant 41, Chapel Hill nothing. We'll be back with the fourth quarter right after this timeout. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave Program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. You're listening to the Front Porch Sports Radio Game of the Week. And now, back to Barry Duke. As we start the fourth quarter, Mount Pleasant Tigers up 41-0 over Forest High Chapel Hill. It's set to... Yeah, the wide receiver, wide receiver on the right side took off down the field while we had man in motion. Again, young guys, anxious to make an impression and... Just a little bit, little bit too anxious at times. Going to penalize the Tigers five yards. Going to bring them back 
to the 26-yard line, bringing up fourth down and 11. And goes in motion again. This time they let him stay. Quarterback pass down the field. Oh, oh beautiful pass thrown by the, by the backup quarterback, John Michael Wright. Hit the receiver in a bad spot in the hands, and it goes incomplete. And the ball goes over on downs to Chapel Hill. Yeah, he had a step on the corner that time on a, on a flag, what we call a flag route, which is more of a deep out and uh, just just a shade behind his helmet right there uh, and couldn't quite get his, his shoulders turned around to make that catch. Uh, it was a good pass and uh, yes, just, just, a, just, a tough, just a tough miss. Wright can throw the football also. Chapel Hill takes over on downs, first and 10. Hand up to the back. Tries to break one tackle, halfway does, and stopped and tackled on the play by the Tigers. And coming up with that defensive stop for Mount Pleasant. Yeah, Mount Pleasant's been well prepared for this uh, wing T offense uh, this week. Coach did a great job uh, preparing for this. They have not been able to do uh, what they wanted to do with this. Uh, you know, they've, they've stuffed every, every effort, almost every effort that they've had. Second down. Hand off to the back, hit in the backfield, fighting, and not going to get there. Carrying the ball for Chapel Hill. Bell, loss on the play. Coming in on defense for Mount Pleasant is Azarian Robinson. As the big guy goes out, Shera, Connor Shera goes out. Third down and 10. And that was Connor that stuffed that play right there uh, on a fullback trap. Third down and 10 for Chapel Hill. Hill is your quarterback. Hill back in the pocket, looking downfield. Pass across the middle is complete for the first yeah. down. Good little deep out right there. Uh, bootleg pass off of the off the buck sweep look and uh, found a soft spa- space in the zone. Uh, got just enough for the first down. At the ball at the 37-yard line, first and 10 for Chapel Hill. Hill hands off to the back. Double handoff. Gets it up to the 40-yard line, pick up about three on the play. As they got the football to Antonio Marble. Yeah, that time uh, Uriah Archibald recognized the play, stayed at home, and was able to, to meet him in that in the hole where he didn't scoot out from underneath the you know, underneath the, the flow of the defense. Spot the football at the 40-yard line of Chapel Hill. Second down seven, pick up a three. Hill back in the pocket, looking downfield, and misses his man, incomplete. Going to bring up third down and seven for the Rockets of yeah. Chapel Hill. Wasn't able to set his feet, had, uh, two, had two Mount Pleasant linemen uh, right in his face as he was trying to set his feet to throw that. Clock running, eight minutes and ten seconds remaining in the ball game. Chapel Hill taking their time in the huddle. Mount Pleasant with a lot of young players into the ball game. Jason Barnett in, along with several other players. Also in for the Tigers is Evan Pluckett. Hand off to the back, fighting for the first down. Still struggling, fighting, close to the first down. And goes down just maybe... Depends on the marking at the first down line. Nice run that time, looking at third and seven, and uh, got the first down. 
And that's a great individual run, a great run that time by the Rockets yeah, they, as they moved the pile. Yeah, we had several guys meet him in the hole and hit him and just couldn't hang on to him. Then they got him stood up and got into that what, what we call the scrum. And uh, with the, the rules the way they are now, the linemen see that scrum, they just get in behind it and just keep pushing it forward until they, they, until they fall over. Ball spotted at the 48-yard line of Chapel Hill, first and 10 for the Rockets. Hand off to the back. Breaks the tackle up the middle, fights his way forward for a couple of yards, and knocked back this time by the Tigers. Yeah, if this is you know, if if Forrest had had some of this success earlier in the game, they might have been able to to stay a lot closer in this game because now they're doing what they wanted to, what they wanted to do is running about four or five yards at a time, but they're they're doing it against our, our B teamers and uh, exactly yes, and they're way as, behind as smaller players, smaller players. Quarterback rolls out, backside protection breaks down. Quarterback breaks it, though. He's out to the 50, to the 45, to the 40, and knocked down, runs out of bounds inside Tiger territory. Yeah, someone did a really good job on the fullback. That was supposed to be a fullback out in the flat, and a fullback got knocked down. And uh, quarterback got outside the, the flat here. He looked for his receiver, and there wasn't anybody out there. Spots the football at the 35-yard line of Mount Pleasant. And this is uh, perhaps the first time that uh, Chapel Hill's been in Mount Pleasant territory in the second half. Yeah. First and ten, Rockets. Quarterback Hill back in the pocket of the pass. He's a downfield. Great coverage up, right there. Broken up by Mount Pleasant. Great defensive play that time by the linebacker, Uriel Archibald. Almost picked that off again. Had great position underneath him and had him bracketed over the top of him. He wasn't going to go anywhere if... If the ball got to him. And Ryan Hill, quarterback for Chapel Hill, is a 5'9", 150-pound freshman. So he, he does a pretty good job throwing yeah. the football. Hill for Chapel Hill. Yeah, Chapel Hill's going to be a competitive team in the, in the next couple of years. Uh, they just got to kind of go through their growing pains right now. Second and 10 for the Rockets at the Mount Pleasant 35. Hill back in the pocket of the pass, broken up, intercepted. Intercepted by the Tigers. Intercepted and run back to the 40-yard line, and that's Chandler Hughes with the interception. Chandler Hughes with the interception and run back to the 40-yard line. He did a great job breaking on the ball right there. Uh, ended up with three guys in front. He had a, a collision with a couple of Mount Pleasant players all going for the ball right there. Uh, Nate Archibald kind of... Got dinged up with some friendly fire. He, he came off on his own, uh, kind of limping just a little bit, but it looks like he's going to be fine right now. Just kind of have to work, walk it off, possibly a Charlie horse. Spot the football at the Mount Pleasant 41-yard line on the interception by Chandler Hughes, first and 10 Tigers, with 4.20 left in the game. Right is your quarterback. In the, in the shotgun, hand off to the back, trying to turn the corner, and... Very little gain or no gain on the play for the Tigers. Yeah, Antonio, uh, trying to read their skit, their Marable on that, made, did a good job coming inside out on that uh, and, and cut him off where he was able to turn up. Uh, the last, last defensive series, the starting defense there was, uh, you know, you saw a bunch of them come up and pat those guys on the head. They like, they like their B-teamers hanging on to those shutouts. They don't want to give up a shutout. Jason Barnett with a carry. They give him a yard on the play. Second down nine for the Tigers. Ball at the 
of Mount Pleasant. Quarterback in the shotgun. Hand off to the back. Fumbles a football. Loose on the ground. And Chapel Hill looked like they came up with it. Let's see. And they did. Yeah. Fumble on the play. Yeah, mix up on that. I think the fullback thought it was going to be a fake to him, and he wasn't even looking for that. You wasn't even anticipating getting the ball, and the quarterback uh, let go of it and, he was looking and looked at there. Yeah. Play action, he was looking at, to block yeah. on the play. I think he expected the quarterback just to fake it to him and then follow him up into the hole. And, uh, you know, again, mix up. And that happens sometimes when you're running your – your, your B-teamers, uh, they don't get a whole lot of time in practice. They don't get a whole lot of time in the game. So they're going to be a little bit rusty here and there. But, it, but again, valuable, valuable uh, playing time here. Clock running 245, first and 10, Chapel Hill. Hand off to the back, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Again, tried that, that uh, double handoff inside reverse, and uh, now Mount Pleasant is recognizing it and shutting it down. Uh, it's not it's not nearly as effective as it was earlier in the game. Uriah Archibald with the hit. Loss of two on the play. Brings up second down 12, but 2.20 left in the game. And up to the back, hit in the middle, and slung down by a whole host of Tigers. Clock running. Going to bring up third down. Also in the game for the Tigers is Ryan Powell, a 5'10", 165-pound sophomore, in on the play also. They also have uh, the big guy in the middle still in the game, Connor yeah, Sherrar. They got a mix got a mix of players in there, got uh, got some of their their starters still there, trying to kind of lead and, and, and move some of these uh, young guys around. Um, third down and eight for Chapel Hill. Ryan Hill, quarterback under pressure, throws the ball down the field, makes the connection, but he's hit after making the catch and knocked down by a couple of Tigers led by Archibald. Yeah, he barely got that off. McClure was in his face almost from the time he turned. It was a little bootleg pass, and as he turned off the bootleg right there, uh, you had uh, McClure right in his face, and he, he had to short arm it out there. Got fourth and five now. Again, uh, trying to decide what they're, what play they're going to run. Pretty obvious they're going to have to go for it. Clock uh, under a minute. Tigers leading 41 to nothing. Clock under a minute. And the Tigers hoping for a shutout here. And a big play here. Fourth and five for Chapel Hill. Twin receivers. Chapel Hill to the right side. Tight end to the left. Hill rolls out. No pressure. Looking down the field. Incomplete and almost intercepted by the Tigers. And it's probably good they didn't intercept it because they would have had worse field position. Yeah, now they got the ball up here in the middle of the field. Of course, the clock's gonna, probably going to run out before they uh, They're not gonna have to run a play. run a play here. So uh, good job by the, by the defense there, maintaining the shutout, putting pressure on the quarterback and not letting him settle in. Yeah, it looks like the clock's going to run out now before they get, the, get this play off. Tigers coming off the field with 10 seconds and running. And this game, this ball game is, is over. And the Mount Pleasant Tigers win the game tonight as they are undefeated in the region. And uh, they defeat Chapel Hill by the score of 41 to nothing. Final score, Mount Pleasant Tigers 41, Chapel Hill Rockets nothing. We'll take a quick timeout and we'll be back 
with a wrap-up right after this. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown columbia securities and investment advisory services offered through nbc securities incorporated member finra and sipc for 40 years beck dental care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile the caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Back in Mount Pleasant, I'm Barry Duke along with Coach Mike. Final score, Mount Pleasant Tigers... 41, Chapel Hill nothing. Mount Pleasant ends the regular season with an 8-1 record and 5-0 in the region. So the Tigers are getting ready for playoff action, and they'll play the winner of East Hickman and Scott Hill next week here in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, I don't, uh, don't have a, a report on a score from that game yet. Uh, just kind of scrolling through here, there's a lot of, a lot of scores that haven't been reported. Uh, so we were trying to get a score on the uh, – on the Columbia Spring Hill game. Uh, Barry, have you been able to pick up anything on, on your sources from no, that? they're showing nothing to nothing in the first quarter. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure that's that's not quite where it is with that one. But uh, Mount Pleasant doing exactly what they wanted to do tonight. Came out, established their dominance early. Uh, we're, we're very efficient with the, with their offense. They had, again, came out and scored in the first four possessions. Uh, again, I... I Really, a really, really a big night uh, with uh, Austin Hicks uh, early on in the game. Uh, had a cut, you know, had that huge 82-yard run for a touchdown, then backed that up with about a 22-yard touchdown run, I think, uh, from there. And so, uh, a big night for him. And uh, that, uh, you know, the, again, uh, credit goes, you know. Yes, to him for for a great run, but to the offensive line up front, huge holes tonight. Huge holes in the defensive line, and the wide receivers doing a great job blocking downfield for him. So, uh, all in all, a pretty good night. They established their uh, their, their dominance. They got themselves going. Uh, was able to get some young guys in the game, and uh, did did what they wanted to do tonight uh, to get that momentum going for the uh, uh, for the now now for the playoff run. And we brought to. Uh Remember the offensive line, Kavari Wilson, uh, along with uh, uh, running on Zarion Robinson. Uh, don't want to leave anybody out, but the, the whole offensive line did an outstanding job for the Tigers tonight. 
the tight end uh, and, yeah, and the wide receivers. Yeah, Gavin, Gavin Alderson plays both ways, uh, both defensive and offensive line there. Uh, Harden Hughes uh, plays uh, right tackle, did, did a great job tonight, had a, had a really big night as well. And they were able to play a lot of young players to get some experience, some big-time experience, and that will help them down the line. So the Tigers in the regular season – with a record of 8-1 and one and 5-0 and oh in the region, so they undefeated in the region, and their only loss was to Columbia Central, 32-20. to 20. And uh, so yeah, the Tigers, and, and, very and, outstanding football team. And being said, that only loss came to, to a team that is uh, three classifications higher. Uh, so, and, and, and again, uh, they played quite well in that game, and just uh, basically the, the depth issue, uh, and, and it was the difference between a 5A team and a 2A team as far as the depth issue. Uh, going into the fourth quarter of that central game, they were tied twenty to twenty, uh, and Central's able to pull a couple of plays off. So, so you know, Mount Pleasant has had one of those years that that you look for, you you dream about as as a football player and as a coach. And they now have the momentum that they want. They ha- they they are are going uh, into the playoffs with a lot of confidence in, in what they're doing and how they're doing it. Uh, they've got everybody relatively healthy. I think that, you know, they, they lost one young man earlier in the season uh, to a knee, and, and uh, uh, we thought he lost, they lost another kid to a broken arm, but evidently it was, a, it was only a, a hairline break or something like that, and he's, he's back in the lineup, um, albeit with a big pad on his arm. But <laughs> he's, uh, he's doing a good job, and, and uh, so they're, they're, they're where they want to be going into this playoff run and uh, really excited for them. And uh, you and I will get to follow them as far as they go. Next and week here in Tigerland, here in Mount Pleasant, as the Mount Pleasant Tigers will take on either East Hickman or uh, Scotts Hill. And, uh, and I'm still trying to get a score on that. Have not got a report on that yet. Of course, we've already seen and, Scotts uh, Hill this year. And so. As I'm, the Tigers handle them very well. Um but again, the momentum, uh, the confidence at this at this stage, uh, you, this is what you want going into the going into the playoffs to have this uh, to have this momentum, to have this uh, this level of execution going, and uh, and again, really flick, in a sense flexing their muscles against a uh, a Forest team that's really not that bad. The score does not reflect the, the talent that uh, Forest has. It's just that Mount Pleasant did everything well tonight and dominated the game. Exactly. And something interesting, looking across the field here, Chapel Hill have, uh, has all their players kneeling and all the fans that were in the stands are out of the stands across the way in, in Chapel Hill and surrounding the players. So that, that's really a good sight to see. As they, they, I think they're praying or somebody's talking. And then Mount Pleasant on the, on the other end of the field, uh, there's all their fan, uh, fans out there, too, players talking yeah. on the field. Yeah, Mount, uh, Mount Pleasant's already had their meeting. I think they had their team prayer real, you know, fairly quickly, and now they're. Uh, it's again, it's senior night, and you've got seniors taking pictures with uh, with family now. Uh, now that the game's over and and stuff, they're they're out on the field taking pictures with family and with good with buddies and you know teammates, coaches, and and, and celebrating the night uh, as they should. Uh, it, it was a big night for them, a, a great night, uh, the the kind of night you want for your. Uh, for your seniors uh, going out on the regular season, final regular season game, and now they're getting ready for the second season, uh, the playoff season, and another level of intensity, another level of excitement. 
And like I like I guess uh, Coach Hughes, I call him Coach Hughes, but uh, <laughs> Principal Hughes said, you know, everybody's zero to zero next week. Yeah. You know, starting from scratch, and and, and win, that's winner goes home. That's right. They want to make sure they have that momentum. Loser goes home. Yeah, they want to have that mo- that momentum going in, uh, that confidence going in, and I think they're, they've got themselves set up quite well for this first round. Uh, even 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 into the second round. Uh, uh, they get to host both of those rounds if they, as, as long as they keep going. Uh, not real sure how the brackets shake out for the third and fourth rounds. And then obviously the fifth round is the championship game. will be in Chattanooga this year. And, uh, you know, they've definitely got their sights on Chattanooga. Uh, and hopefully they can execute uh, and uh, get there. Final score here tonight in Mount Pleasant. The Mount Pleasant Tigers, a uh, big success as they end their uh, regular season with a 41 nothing win over the Forest High of Chapel Hill. want to thank all the people who made this broadcast possible tonight. want to thank the sponsors of the uh, game of the week. I want to thank uh, Coach Mike for all he does. And uh, playoff action coming up next week here at Mount Pleasant as the Tigers will play either East Hickman or Scotts Hill in the playoffs here at Mount Pleasant next week. We'll have a broadcast here on 101.7 WKOM next week. For Front Porch Sports, I'm Barry Duke saying good night, everybody, and have a great weekend. The Front Porch Sports Game of the Week, presented by Murray County Public Schools, has been brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Ten Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Fiat, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Beck Dental Care, CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop. Murray Regional Medical Center, Quickmart, Davis Heating and Air, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, First Farmers Bank, The Garbage Man, LLC, Caledonian Financial, Oasis Liquors, McDonald's of Murray County, Game Time Athletic Fields, Line by Line, LLC, Manuel Young State Farm Insurance, Fast Stop Markets, and Miracle League of Columbia. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.